everyone, and welcome here into episode number six of the Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast. My name is Brian Pyatt. I am your host, and I am just so, so glad that you are here. Uh, we're going to start off this episode this week, as we always do, with a, a little share from somebody in this podcast community. And, and the intention with these always is really just to to kind of pull back the, the veil a little bit, um, pull back the curtain, give a little bit of, um, give a look into to what it is that many of you are going through out there. Um, we all have our own story. We all have our own journey. We come together. And, and I think as we share and we open up, um, it can be a really, really powerful thing, I think, not only for the person sharing, but also for, for those of us who um, are kind of on the receiving end of, of that share. And the person this week, it was a brief share, but I think one that, that's really, really powerful. And, and this person reached out and said this, I am a severe alcoholic who knows he needs to stop, but cannot seem to get there. My life is controlled by alcohol, and I'm not myself anymore. That is my life currently. That is a, a courageous, vulnerable share. And, and I want to thank this person for, um, for doing that. Addiction, a very, very, very real and, and powerful thing I know for many of you in this community. And, um, just want you to know that if that's something that you struggle with, you are always welcome here. And um, we're sending you lots of love. On the podcast today, we are talking about something that I so, so, so wish that I knew about when I was younger because it is something that I've struggled with a lot. It's been a big part of my story. And for probably the the first, I don't know, eight to 10 years of, of struggling with it, I literally had no idea what was going on with me. Zero idea. And so as I decided to to make this podcast and to make this the topic of our our podcast this week. I I'm definitely thinking about the sixth grade version of myself who could have so benefited from this information and from potentially some people out there listening who who also need to need to hear about this and need to know that they're not alone if this is something that they are experiencing. So we're talking today about depersonalization and derealization. And for for some of you, those might be very new words. Maybe you've never heard of them before. And for some of you, maybe you have. They are they are two words that that tend to be lumped together in the world of psychology and, and mental health. 
And 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 I want to first of all just preface this entire episode by saying that I am not a licensed therapist, and, and I am not coming at it from that angle at all. So I'm going to share some information about some things that I've kind of looked up online, and just to give us like a a foundational understanding of maybe the definition of these words. But um, again, I am not a licensed professional. I'm not pretending to be. I am making this episode solely from my own lived experience with the intention of, of letting other people out there know that, that they're not alone if this is something that they're going through and to encourage people that if they feel like they need it to seek professional help to maneuver these things. So I just want to... First of all, get that out of the way. But I I did some some looking up online today, which as as some of you know, in, in when you start googling some symptoms that you're experiencing and things like that, when it comes to mental health or, or physical health for that matter, um, it can be a very dangerous rabbit hole to go down. Um, we end up diagnosing ourselves with everything under the sun, but. Uh, for the, the purposes of this podcast, I I did some research on depersonalization and derealization. And what I found was that depersonalization is defined and, and described online as a feeling of detachment from oneself. So feeling very, very detached from oneself. And then derealization defined as a feeling of detachment from your surroundings. So depersonalization, feeling detached from oneself, derealization, feeling a sense of detachment from from your surroundings, kind of like the world around you feels unreal. And, And what's interesting is I I've always kind of identified myself as struggling with more depersonalization and in doing a little bit of research recently i've kind of realized maybe a lot of the things that i struggle with actually kind of fall under the umbrella of derealization but i for the purposes of this conversation i'm probably going to use the two words semi-interchangeably because because i do think that there are just from my own perspective some overlaps there But this started for me when I was in sixth grade. So I had, and I I touched on this in some of our our first episode of the podcast, really sharing my story. But um, I I talked in there about how I moved from um, Fargo or from Denver, Colorado to Fargo, North Dakota when I was in middle school. And it was not long after that, that I was sitting in the lunchroom of the middle school that I was attending. And I I had this wave come over me of feeling extremely detached from the moment and feeling extremely like I am not real. Like, like in this moment doesn't even feel real to me. I remember the noise of the, the cafeteria and, um, it actually kind of makes me feel a little bit emotional here, just like re- recalling that that moment because it was so, so, so powerful for me at that age. I had no idea what was going on with me 
but I was deeply, deeply terrified. And what kind of happened next is, 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 is pretty fuzzy for me. Like I don't, I don't really remember what I did right after that, like time in the lunchroom. I, I just remember pretty vividly that moment of just being like, oh my goodness, like what is, what is going on? I, I don't feel like I'm here, but I know I am here. And, you know, it, it's a very interesting thing to describe out loud to people who have never experienced it. It's, it's a really, really hard thing to put into words. But I can honestly say, and I said this in my first episode, I have, my mental health has not been the same since that moment. There was like something about that moment and that experience that, that really, really shook me to the core. And, and I still to this day have that feeling of depersonalization, derealization, you know, kind of whatever you want to call it it still surfaces for me all the time. And, you know, I, I remember, I think it was maybe a few days after that experience at school, I remember walking around in the mall. For some reason, this, this experience is really pretty vivid for me. Walking around the mall in Fargo and just feeling so, like, scared, and feeling like I have no idea what I'm, I have no idea what I'm experiencing right now. This just doesn't feel real, but you know, I, I, I know it's real, but um, deeply overwhelmed by it. And, and that feeling has just been like a part of my life experience really from that point moving forward. I, I think about um, holidays. I remember were always really, really tough for me. Like, going to church with my family on Christmas and feeling that intense feeling of being detached from the moment, detached from my body, like things aren't real, kind of in a dreamlike state. Then I remember going home and just so badly, like like we would go from church and we'd go home on Christmas Eve and we'd open up presents and that was always such an exciting thing as a kid and and just so badly not wanting that feeling to be there. And, and, and the more that it was there, the, the the more that I didn't want it to be there, the stronger it would get. And I didn't really I didn't really talk about it very much with people around me. I know when I initially started struggling with this and some other like kind of panic type of symptoms in middle school, I I tried to verbalize it. I tried to express what was going on, but I, I never really never really got super far with it. Like, like didn't ever, I, I, I never, I didn't work with a therapist until I was in college. Like that was the first time that I actually started working with a therapist on my mental health. So bottom line is that I went a, a big chunk of my life having this feeling of depersonalization, derealization, having no idea what was going on with me, which I think probably drove a lot of rhetoric internally of, Number one, there's something wrong with you. And maybe there's not even a number two. Maybe that was just kind of the number one, two, three, four, and five, which is just this, this deep-seated feeling of there's something wrong with you. And and I, just, I always want to preface that sharing all of these things is not meant to be 
me sitting here saying poor me and because I've like I'm in a good place with this stuff now you know I've I've developed tools I'll get to those later in the episode um it's sharing so that anyone out there who might be having a similar experience and internalizing it as there's something wrong with me can maybe hear a piece of what I've gone through and hopefully can just let you know that that you're not alone some of my, my research that I was doing online for, for this episode, I, I came across some, some it was a, a therapist that was talking on YouTube actually about ways that they've heard depersonalization and derealization described. And there, was, there were a couple of things that she said that I, I know were resonated for me. Because like I said, it, it's, it's such a hard thing to verbalize, like to, to actually translate to another human being what it feels like to be in the midst of some of these symptoms. And a couple of them that I just want to share with you, she said that people have reported that it feels like they are separated from life by like a a thin veil or glass, like they're living inside of glass and everything feels very like distant to them. And and that resonated. I thought that was a really, really good way of of, of describing it. I've also in the past heard it described as having like cotton in your in your ears or like around your brain like this this feeling that if i could just kind of get like the cotton to go away i would feel more present and with like the moment and the world that's going on around me but there's just this sense and this feeling of being being separate so what are some tools to help maneuver this experience i'm sure a lot of you are are potentially wondering that and as always, I, I can share things that resonate for me. And I have to say the the first really big step for me was just hearing somebody else describe this feeling that, that I was experiencing. And that actually happened, I believe it was in college. I came across a book that was called or that is called Feeling Unreal. I don't even remember how I came across it. I know that I ordered it, um, but that was such a game changer for me, just to hear another person talking about this thing that for so long I had no idea that anybody else was experiencing was huge. And so I think that's like step number one is just knowing that you're not alone. And that there's a lot of people that that feel this and experience this. Um, that's big. That that's definitely a really, really, really big step. So I know that 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 helped me. Um, didn't take it all away, but but just let me know, like, okay, maybe there's not something wrong with me. Maybe this is just a a, a human experience that that other people um, are also going through. Another thing that has been huge and, and pivotal for me is, is not looking at depersonalization or derealization as something that I'm trying to stop or get to go away, but, but trying to lean more in the direction of creating space for it when it arises and not fighting it, kind of inviting it along for the ride. And... I know that can be a very interesting concept, right? Because, of course, 
Um, we don't want the feeling there, no matter what the feeling is, no matter what experience we're having in the moment that we don't like. We want it to go away. But but for me, what's helped is, and, and, and the awareness that's really important for me is that the more that I try to fight something, whether it's anxiety or depersonalization or an intrusive thoughts or sadness or whatever it is, the more that I try to push that away and get it to go away, the more it pushes back at me and the stronger it gets. And so I, I really do think that this this really applies when it comes to depersonalization, derealization, is that as it arises, kind of noticing that it's there, not trying to push up against it too much and just saying, okay, it gets to kind of come along for the ride here. Um, in this moment, whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm going to do my best to kind of go back to that and carry on with my day and carry on with the moment. And, and what I've found is that the more that I do that, the more that I kind of move forward um, and invite it in, um, the less intense it usually gets. And, you know, it's, I, I, I noticed that I the more that I go looking for the feeling of depersonalization, derealization, the more that I find it and the more intense it gets. So like, it'll, it'll be really intense in one moment. Um, if I'm kind of wrestling with it and then I'll kind of get diverted, you know, into, to something else or another task or talking to somebody or whatever it is. And I'll notice that it kind of fades into the background and I kind of forget that it's there. But then when my brain goes, Oh, that, you know, Hey, that depersonalization, derealization feeling, where's that? Um, I look for it. Oh, and then there it is. And so what an interesting concept, right? That um, sometimes just not fighting with it and not overly engaging with it um, has been really, really uh, a key thing that, that's helped me maneuver it. And I, I, I want to read something that my friend... Um, Kimberly Quinlan posted on Instagram. She is an incredible therapist. She's based out of California. Um, planning to actually have her on the podcast here very soon. Um, but she put out a post not too long ago about depersonalization. And I just wanted to read from what she posted and, and just read this to you and kind of offer this out there from a, a licensed therapist. Um, Kimberly says this, that... She actually says that depersonalization is a common symptom of OCD and other anxiety disorders. And, and just kind of a side note there, that was a really big piece of information for me, I know, when I started hearing that, you know, this, this depersonalization, derealization thing tends to coexist with anxiety and, and things like OCD. Um, and, and that's not me saying at all that, you know, if you're feeling depersonalization, you have anxiety or you have OCD. But um, in, in my particular instance, I was also seeing some other kind of OCD tendencies showing up in my life. And the more that I realized, oh, um, this feeling, this depersonalization thing can kind of go hand in hand with those things. That was a really big piece of information that actually helped me a lot to, to kind of understand what was going on with me. Uh, but to go back to, to what Kimberly said, she said, um, just like derealization, your brain is trying to shield you from the distress that you've been experiencing by detaching. But that does not mean that it's not terrifying. 
It feels like it will last forever, but it doesn't. There are several tools that you can use to reconnect to your body. Kimberly says, don't give it any of your attention. Try to just go along with your day, allowing the feeling to be there as you go. Move your body if you can. Walk, dance, run, stretch, etc. Do not try to avoid this feeling as it will only make it feel scarier. Remember that what you resist persists. You can tolerate the discomfort. And then she goes on to say, it's a beautiful day to do hard things, which is uh, such a beautiful message that she puts out into the world regularly. So um, I want to thank Kimberly for for putting that information out there. And yeah, I mean, I, I've heard that a lot with um, depersonalization is that it's in a way kind of your, your body trying to take care of itself. Um, by detaching a little bit from the moment to kind of shield you from really, really intense emotions that might be coming up. And yet, like Kimberly said, that doesn't mean that it's not absolutely terrifying to, to feel that, that feeling of, of detachment. So I, I hope that, that this has been helpful for you out there. It was really, really important to me to to go into this a little bit deeper, just because I I really do believe that when we have struggled with something very, very deeply, there's something really, really powerful about transforming that into something that can hopefully help other people. And so that was my my intention behind this this podcast here today. And, and, and again, I've, I've tried to not come at this too much as, as a, obviously as a, from a therapist lens, cause I'm not a therapist. I am in grad school to become a therapist, but, um, that is, that's not where I'm at yet. And so, um, if this is something that, that you have, that you feel like you struggle with and you feel like you need help with, I would encourage you to reach out to a trained professional and, and, and work with them on that. My my reasoning for, for putting this out into the world is to just hopefully reach somebody out there. If it reaches one person that might be going through this, it's worth it to me to, to dive in and, and recollect and, and, and share some of these things. I, I, I want you to hear that I have lived with this on and off for, I mean, I started struggling with it when I was about 12 I'm now 36, just turned 36 over the weekend. And I have, I've been able to, to live a life up until this point that has been um, full of so many wonderful moments. And I, and I have shown up for those moments oftentimes with this feeling of depersonalization and derealization along for the ride. It, it, it's literally become something now where it'll it'll pull me in and get really really intense at times for sure I'll go through it through you know certain periods of time where it feels a little bit more scary but for the most part it shows up I have the tools to maneuver it and I kind of go on with my life and so I I say that just to let you know that um, there's a lot of beautiful, beautiful life out there to be lived if this is something that you experience. And, and it's very, very doable. Um, and you are, you are certainly not alone. 
So I want to thank you all for listening. Again, um, really, really looking forward to a lot of the the episodes that we have coming up. Some some beautiful, wonderful, inspiring humans that we have on deck to uh, be popping into the podcast and, and sharing their stories with you. I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, but it was definitely really important for me to put this one out there this week. And be gentle, as always, with yourselves, no matter what it is that you are experiencing. I'm so grateful that you're part of this community and that you took the time to listen. Feedback, always welcome. No matter what it is, reach out to me. You know where to find me on the social medias. And as always, take what serves you from this conversation and, and leave the rest. We'll talk soon.